I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Bitch, bitch, bitches, leave. Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about the movies. The movies. I'm Scott Sweeney, here with Ryan Ankner, we're the Turkey Boys. How are you fans? What's happening, Hoops? I ask the fans questions that they can't answer, unless you email us at enoughthepodcast at gmail.com. I like to think that they're answering at home. Ooh, yeah. Talking along to uh, the radio on their commute. Mm. Let's start talking about the fans like Howard does, where it's like, you're on the road, you're... Uh... He was not on at all this week. No, I mean, he was on the air, but yeah. it was not great. Yeah. <laughs> I listened like at least twice. And yeah. wouldn't you know it, he was talking about COVID. Yeah, he's the worst. Yeah, it's, These it's, days. A, it's a shame. And it was his birthday too, actually. That's something to discuss. Speaking of which... Um, I might have covered that last week, but why don't we go on down to the corner? Yeah, we got some birthdays. Yeah, I did cover Howard last week already. I think it was on the day of the show. Even where's my birthday music? I've got one that if you don't cover, I'm gonna be upset. I, I bet you I didn't miss it. In. I'm gonna say I did. I'm, I'm gonna say that I'm covered. He's in. The birthday music always finds the way to the bottom of the list somehow, even though I don't correct it. One thing's for certain, we know how to start strong here on this It's program. not even here. You know what? <laughs> it's I'm, not even We're opening here. up to the Moby music. Ooh. This is, we got a story about heat coming up, so I got this music for it. I'll play it for the birthdays, though. Word. Anyway, uh, Chicago West, Kanye West's and Kim Kardashian's son is four. They have a kid named Chicago? They do. Wow. Jim Carrey is 60. Was that the one you were talking about? It's not. Jake Paul, 25. <laughs> Is it him? That's the one, yep. No, it's not. Um, Song Kang Ho from uh, Parasite is 54. Oh, word. Kevin Costner, Yellowstone superstar, is probably who you meant, is 68. It's not, but Kev, happy birthday. Drea De Mateo is 50. How you doing? I gave Penn head. <laughs> David Lynch is who you were going to be talking about. Yes, thank you for remembering. Is 76. Friend of the show, mentor of the show. Love he's still out there being weird with those weather reports. And, it's uh, Friday. <laughs> Can you believe it? If you haven't seen it, folks, follow that account on Instagram. He does weather reports and random things like... I was thinking about this song from 1978 where he just goes on and on. It's great. He's a strange dude. How much of his weirdness is weird on purpose is what I want to know. And mm. how much of that is just organic? Yeah, I wonder. I'd like to know. Maybe he's just a regular Joe. <laughs> yeah, it's all a bit. All It's all a work. And he's just like a boring, like run-of-the-mill, nine-to-five regular Joe. I do have some deaths too, like a lot of them. Yeah, I'm going to play the Elton John death music this week because it's like a serious one. We lost a lot of big boys this week. 
kind of fucked we up. We did, yeah. Who do you got? Rapper Navy Wavy Poo was killed. Wow. Sadly. Uh, rapper Sad Frosty. Uh, yes. <laughs> Chocolate and vanilla mix. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Dunk the fries, buddy. <laughs> He's, he's so fat. That's funny. Who are these rappers? Baby. Oh, I don't know. They're dead, though. Okay. Um, good, good, good. Gasped Yulil, uh, I believe, is a French, actor of some sort. French he, actor. He died skiing. That's a weird one. Yep. Andre Leon Talley, an editor of Vogue magazine, is dead. Okay. That was important. Brazilian singer Elza Suarez. Mm-hmm. And uh, the most important deaths of the week are yeah, the big boys. Those are heavy ones. They are some heavy, heavy boys. Some heavyweights. Um, My favorite movie. As you're about to hear and hear, Meatloaf is hmm. dead, and Louis Anderson, comedian and actor. Some legends. I mean, I'm a legit Meatloaf fan. You love this song, huh? I listen to this song regularly. It's I was eight minutes long. Yeah, it rocks. I'm going to play the whole thing. <laughs> Get settled in, folks. This song that uh, uh, you took the words right out of my mouth, uh, I would do anything for love. Meatloaf has cuts. I was trolling earlier when I said he was, when I was making fun of Meatloaf on the group text. I just wanted to see how upset everyone would get. I actually don't really have an opinion on Meatloaf. You could tell. I figured. I know your moves. I know know what you're up to. I'm not very complex as a man. (laughs) Like, it's pretty much just like, let's see if we can get under somebody's skin. Let's see what I. You can and I have do. always been close because I don't think it ever worked on you. You were just like, I get it. This is not a. This is a work. He's in. This is a cut though. He also was in. He did some good movie work. Fight Club. I was gonna say besides Fight Club, did he do anything else? Glad you asked because I really enjoyed his performance as Jack Black's dad in the Tenacious D movie. Oh He's, wow! He does like this whole song at the beginning. One, That's... two, three, four, six, six, six. But bum 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 bum. I don't know. I'm a fan. I I hate to see Meatloaf go. I'm going to start crying here. What happened? Did, did his heart explode? <laughs> that I'm, big fat body? Oh, my goodness. So disrespectful. Hey, lardass. Wow. Ankfit.com, everybody. If you don't want to end up in the ground like, like meat, come on down and get topless. You think his friends called him meat? I sure hope so. Meat, meat. Meat, meat. Don't call me meat. And Louie Anderson. Were you a big Life with Louie guy, that animated show? Um, I liked it when I was a kid. Yeah, it was fun. I felt like it was a show people our age watched just because it was on. Wasn't that on with like Recess and all those other ABC Saturday cartoons? Probably. I feel like it was in there somewhere. Somebody correct Mm. me if I'm wrong. I I do have a recollection of settling in for that on a Saturday morning. But he's, you know, he was a worker. Mm. I really enjoyed him on Baskets. That Zach Galifianakis show that mm. I feel like a lot of people didn't watch, except for maybe King of the Turkey Heads, Monty. Monty was, was Monty pushed baskets hard. I think I tried the first few episodes and I couldn't really keep the momentum. Great show. Kind of tapered off towards the end, but what show doesn't? How but, dare you! But he played Zach Galifianakis's mother on that show. Yeah, I think he won an Emmy for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he totally deserved it. He played in like a really interesting way where like they weren't doing it as a bit he was just genuinely like playing a woman and it was funnier that way it was very good bit that's pretty cool yeah you really like bought him as that character (coughs) excuse me 
But yes, rest in peace to those uh, big kings. Big kings. That's a shame. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's hear some good news. I bet you've got some. I typically don't write down good news because I'm a schadenfreude enthusiast. So most of, I have one, two, yeah, I have like six other news items. They're all terrible news. Okay. What do you think about Danny Radcliffe, who used to be Harry Potter, is set to star as Weird Al Yankovic in an upcoming biopic called Weird, the Weird Al Yankovic story. Um... Which will be Roku's first original movie. You're fucking with me. I'm not. That's not real. <laughs> Roku is getting into the game with a nice original. Um, I hope it's set in Roku City, that purple screensaver. <laughs> I, lo- I love that Roku City. I don't believe that Daniel Radcliffe looks like Weird Al. Yeah, I can't really see it. I used to love, love, love Weird Al. Oh, yeah. Zero irony. Like, I just got a kick out of it. I remember I had a birthday party at the Bolodrome back in the day. Right when uh, Weird Al's Bad Hair Day came out. How many copies did you receive? Four. And I was like happy about it. I was like sick. I'll keep all of them, dude. I'll just like have one for like wherever because I'm going to need it because this is sick. Were they tapes or CDs? CDs, baby. I had a Weird Al tape. Oh, shit. I probably did too at some point. Not. I think it was whatever the one before Bad Hair Day was. But yeah... I don't know, I could see a Weird Al movie being good. Do you think they'll do the scene where he found out that his parents, like, died tragically right before he had to go on stage and he still did the concert? Is that real? That's real. That's the thing that happened. He still went on stage? Yeah. And sang, like, the goofiest songs on earth. That is, like, an amusing, powerful scene to fathom i didn't know that that's actually super interesting do you know who's directing it did you say that already i don't know if they announced a director Mm. which is not a great sign i don't like that yeah Mm. i like i prefer to the for them to lead with okay good this is going to be a safe project like i don't want to think about the fact that they could just nicholas winding refn is directing (laughs) the weird al bio that'd be awesome i'd be into it it's all neon and epic looking i hate the word epic Sam erased that. It'd be funny if uh, Daniel Radcliffe won an Oscar for playing Weird Al. Imagine and, that. And that became like the new Joker. Every actor's <laughs> like, I gotta play Weird Al now. <laughs> get my take on it. Win my award. I think this is gonna happen. And I don't know if you saw this or heard about it, but <laughs> a new film studio will be built in outer space by 2024. How involved is Bezos? I don't know if he is at all. It's something Mm. called SEE, Space Entertainment Enterprise, the company co-producing Tom Cruise's upcoming space movie. They plan to launch a sports arena and production studio in zero gravity. (laughs) This seems a little wild. Um, I would like to think that by the time we are old men, that we'll be able to go to space. Yeah. They're saying this is by 2024. That's two years away. They're, so this seems like, I don't know. So that you can, I'm confused. Like you'll be able to, people like actors will be able to go to space and shoot movies. Yeah. That's like the plan. Because there is the plan for, at the very least, this Tom Cruise movie. He wants to go to space to do some. So it's like, a space station. It's not like a, they're taking over a planet. Yeah, correct. But to me, that's sort of less impressive because we've been able to go and, you know, like we got people in space. Now, if they said we're going to take over Mars, 
mm. and we're gonna you know throw yeah. up a, a green screen that would be kind of cool and the movies they make they'll probably have like effects anyways so you probably won't even be able to appreciate that it's real space imagine like if the spaceship with you know like loaded up with actors and directors just gets lost in space yeah. whoops it's like oh well it looks like uh, Michael B. Jordan, and uh, I'm just looking at guys <laughs> off the wall. You're cheating. <laughs> John Candy are just lost in space. Good duo. I wish they could have acted together. That would actually be a great duo. But yeah, we should see if the space station will greenlight our movie, Space Guys, mm. which consists of us just kind of like hanging out in space. There was more to it. It'll come back to me in time, but... I'm in. I think that's ready. It's a part of the Pill Guys franchise. Yes. If you're familiar. The Pill Guys multiverse. I'm having like a deja vu moment looking at a Buffalo 66 poster and talking about Pill Guys. I feel like it's 06 again and I'm I'm here for it. He's back. Um, well, you mentioned sports. So would you mind if I took us to the sports corner? Not at all. I'd actually love that. Okay. As you know, I am a huge, huge sporto yeah. and all of that stuff. All right. Also a huge fan over here. They call me... All right, men. The sportsman. Dicks, get them out. Zip. Uh, Malik something, a football guy, okay, good was uh, arrested for uh, being nude near a children's playground. <laughs> oh. They had to tackle him to the ground, and his big penis was out, and there were kids everywhere. So wow. that's that's the whole story. Uh, he's been arrested. And so, then was he murdered alongside uh, like Pop Goes the Weasel or whatever that rapper was? Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke. I wish. I can't remember the name. But anyway, put your dicks away and stay tuned for more sports and remember all the sports. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I just went to the gym. That was such an intense sports great corner. coverage yeah really good coverage i never i never miss a beat no he don't miss folks really up with the sports stuff like it's pretty much my number one area right now and this is fucked up uh mission impossible seven and eight delayed again pushed back to july 14th Ugh. 2023 and june 28th 2024 respectively <laughs> You could probably make a supercut of us saying Mission Impossible 7 just got delayed and it would be like I'll give someone $100 if they do that. $100 to the first person to do that. $100. $379 at Alexander's. You but gave it, Ray Bones my uh, Ray Bones took my coat. Rest in peace, Dennis Farina. He's dead too. What a fucking couple of years we've had. Okay, it's fucked up. But yeah, these Mission Impossible movies, I hope they're they college education. <laughs> Oh, that Tom. Cruise I hope you speech. picked up on that when I texted that earlier. I was laughing to myself. That's the only line from the speech I could think of. Because it just like doesn't make sense. It seems like somebody wrote that rant for him and go say these things so that if this gets into the press, you'll sound like a good guy. They probably did, and he delivered it like a pro. He did. He did. Speaking of uh, good or bad news, rather, uh, Farah Abraham, former MTV Teen Mom star, Hi. was arrested for slapping a security guard outside of a Los Angeles nightclub. And there is footage of her drunk as fuck on her, like face hmm. down with her hand, hands behind her back, getting handcuffed. Just, well, you're going to arrest me. Like, it's, it's good. So Google it if you haven't seen it. That sounds fun. 
It's it's very fun. She was on Teen Mom. Uh huh. Didn't she? I think uh, she was the original, and then she finished, and then did like porno movies. Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. I mean, good for her. Question mark. Yeah, good for her. Did you see that a fourth spinoff of the show Power is about to start? Oh yeah, can't oh. fucking wait. Called Power Book for Colon Force. Billions is is back too. So Both. it's like. We're firing on all cylinders here at the Chill Zone. Are we? We are. Because <laughs> I can't. We love billions. Get the car started. The uh, are you still watching any of the powers? Any of the books? I gave. I I loved the original power, but I must admit the books. <laughs> yeah, man, it's fucking dope. The books leave something to be desired. Yeah. I I'm not exactly sold on any of them. I can't. Stars is just such a. <laughs> Like this is their universe. Like the yeah. fifty cent power shows. It's it's amusing to me. I believe that, you're forgetting about Hightown just wrapping its second season, which was excellent, by the way. I did forget about that, along with everyone else on Earth. Not me, buddy. I'm sticking in with this turkey of a show. But yeah, the the books of power, those will just keep going forever. Joss Whedon got kind of like recanceled. There was a big article about what a jerk he is. Love that. Did you see that? Did they interview that? him or was it just talking about him? Because it was they put him on the cover. It looked like was it the Hollywood Reporter or one of those. It looked like they were interviewing him. Yeah, I think it. Yeah, it did have an interview with him and interviews with like other people. It's funny when someone participates in them like getting skewered. People using like direct quotes of him saying stuff. It's just like, ugh, you you doing this? What's his thing? He's just a jerk? Yeah, he's like a really over-the-top dickhead to everyone he's ever worked with, I guess. Or maybe just on Justice League. I would imagine most of the people that he was quote-unquote mean to are soft as people. Oh, shit. I've had some tough, tough bosses before that will scream in your face and make you feel like a complete asshole. Mm. And I'm not saying that's right, but I'm also saying I never once like complained about any of them. Yeah. or like I feel like people in Hollywood are just much, much softer than the average guy. That's fair. Think about every boss you've ever had. Were any of them that nice to you? No. Right. It's just like if when you're a regular Joe like us working in the trenches out here in, in the bean. <sighs> Kid. That's what you deal with. You get a thick skin, you know? Part of the article was like him going like out of his way to like torment like new intern type people who were like working their way into the business while he was like fully solidified mm. i don't know it does make him look like a real shitty idiot the thing i hate about the new generations is that people are losing the ability to stand up for themselves as cancel culture becomes more prevalent people are able to just sort of like make a recording of somebody being rude and then show it to people and then that leaks and it multiplies on the internet and then they get fired or they get people not liking them anymore because they're a mean person mm. in 1985 that was just the way that the world worked it was just the directors were jerks and it was just that's you got used to it yeah and i'm not i think there's a happy medium where you can mm. if joss is your boss on a movie joss boss and he's mean to you or a rude or whatever you can take him aside and just say i didn't appreciate it when you said that earlier is there something we need to work out here i feel like you and i aren't on the same page mm. look him right in the eye give him a nice handshake yeah. call it a day Be like, look i enjoyed firefly and serenity firefly <laughs> the tick greg the bunny 
I mean, Buffy was a good show, too. He did Freaky some, links. He did some decent stuff. <laughs> Pretty good Peter. <laughs> Peter. Peter. Your Joe is better than mine. Thank you. Let's just do the rest of the show, you as Joe and me as Peter. What do you think? I'm Let's already, try it for one story. I'm already out. <laughs> one story. Okay, you start. All right. The taxicology <laughs> report for Chris Daughtry's data has been released. Wow, Peter. Yeah. You hear about that, Joe? <laughs> I did, Peter. She uh, she had fentanyl and methamphetamine in her system. <laughs> Peter. I'm leaning on your name as a crutch in this voice I can't really do, Peter. <laughs> Daughtry. Yeah, well, you know she's dead. Hey, 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 Brian, you hear about Daughtry's daughter? Might even call it daughter tree. <laughs> All right, that's it. I considered doing Stewie voice. I'm glad I didn't. Oh, wow, I would have loved that. <laughs> Just do Stewie now in silence. No music to hang under. No. <laughs> what the deuce? <laughs> there he is. He roared in. <laughs> it's me, Stewie. <laughs> People are going to listen to this and be like, this is just them chuckling at their own bad voices. And they're going to be right. <laughs> I'm going to just roll right into doing Hank and call it a day. Oh, yeah. Hank will show up at some point. I hope sure. so. He has new theme music. I don't know if he told you about it. Oh, word? Oh, yeah. I mean. He's like, Hank has gone full tilt like Trump 2024, and he feels, he told me this. He said to add it to my playlist that he has like, he's going for like a less, like Alan Jackson music was more like a, just like a relaxed Hank. He's like coming out guns blazing, like Alex Jones style. So he's been listening to that new Kid Rock a lot. Pretty much. And getting like getting real all fired up. jazzed. I mean, I don't know if you saw this. Lena Dunham is back. Did She's directing that? another movie, yeah. Yeah, that uh, actually, I actually read this article that was in the Hollywood Reporter. I'm an article guy now. Love we're, it. We're in the article corner, offshoot of the book corner. But uh, she talked about a potential girls reboot. Which sounds not great, and I feel uh, like they couldn't get most of them back. I feel like Adam Driver wouldn't come back to do girls at this point. He's like, I, I fucking, <laughs> I, I headline movies. I'm, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah, he was the best, one of the best parts too. I'm sure they could get Jemima Kirk and uh, the other girl back. Yeah, Allison Williams hasn't done much either, so that it could definitely be put together mm. without Adam Driver. Yeah, that and like Dexter, or not too much like Dexter. No, Dex. Girls ended very poorly, and I thought it was a really good show. But that final season, and in particular, final episode, was just like flat out bad. So if it came back, maybe they could end a little stronger. I didn't love the last episode either, but I thought the final season gets a... People, I think, universally disliked that final... Was it sixth season? Mm. People universally disliked that, I remember. And I thought it was all right. It just like wasn't funny anymore. That show was legit very funny, the first couple seasons. And then it just became like a weird drama that was just kind of like... Bleh. I think she's directing another movie, too. Oh, yeah, that was part of the article too yeah. uh i was i thought it might come out today we could maybe do it for mm. a review it comes out tomorrow it's called smart stick it's our first movie in like a decade it stars friend of the show john bernthal love him and christine froseth i don't know who that is she's um 
I can never pronounce that name. I'm not even going to make a joke. I actually oh. saw her name. I, I, I can never pronounce that either. <laughs> oh, I'm going to forget. I forget what it is. But she's good. Yeah, this. Um, we'll watch this. We'll talk about it next week. It's a smart stick. Smart stick. Sweet. I got. And I actually spoke with a friend of the show, Matt Azenstadt, the other day. A word? Yeah. And he was saying that he actually worked on the movie Red Rocket. Uh, with oh, Sean yeah. Baker, and now he's working on the Lena Dunham movie. So he was saying, nice. uh, and I told him I loved Red Rocket. I will speak of it again. Red Rocket. I actually just pre-ordered it. It comes out in a couple of weeks on VOD, mm. and I can't wait to watch it again. I'll probably just wait for that at this point. Yeah, it's only a couple of weeks. I want to see that. I've heard nothing but good things. It's the movie of the year. Home run. And yeah, what up, A's? Yo. Um, did you hear this? Did you see this? Did you hear about this? Uh, Colin Jost and Pete Davidson from oh, Saturday Night Live it, have yeah. bought a, I guess, like an old Staten Island ferry that's no longer running because they are both famously from Staten Island and they're going to turn it into a nightclub of sorts. Cool. With I, a music venue and a restaurant. I hope it sinks on its maiden voyage. I said the exact same thing. <laughs> like, I, oh, fuck, dude. I think we're fucking taking on water. I can't fuck. do a Jost. Um, Scarlett Johansson, I'm a dud. Fuck yeah, dude. Fucking, where's Kim? I think I, I lost her. Oh, there's her butt in the ocean, floating. <laughs> so <laughs> dumb, I will spit my Snapple out. Fucking butt stuff. Fucking, see that butt, bro? But yeah, that, uh, they're all over the place. Those rascals. I don't know what to say about them. They're uh, a couple of dullards. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what else do we have here? I feel like That's all my news. I I didn't have like I said I didn't have a ton. What do you think of this? Heat 2. I already played the Heat music so I'm not going to play it again, but a sequel no thanks. To Heat is finally coming out after all these years. But folks, it's not a movie. It's a book. We're back in the book corner. And did you watch that trailer that I sent no. Michael Mann? No. I was posted? at work. I didn't get I forgot about it. Is it any good? It's just funny because he made a trailer for a book. So it's like... Yeah, why would you do that? It's like blue shots of cityscapes, like in all his movies, with the reveals like Heat 2, a novel. And it's a prequel slash sequel to the movie. No, thanks. just goes through these characters through the years. It, uh... I don't know. I what probably won't read it, but I think the idea that it exists is very funny. Yeah. I, I'll buy it. Because it's it'll say heat with a big two on it, and it'll be funny in the bathroom. But other than that, I don't see myself opening it. <laughs> I was just gonna say the same. Like I'll have it just so it'll be there. Like oh, there's heat too. Mm. It exists. What book are you reading right now? While we're in the book corner, I, wish, I know you got something going. I wish I did. Nothing. Nothing book wise. Lucy, I'm open. Bought a Kindle like right at the beginning of the year, like mm. three weeks ago, and said I'm gonna read 20 books this year. She's already on to, th I think, book three, maybe even book four in three Shit. weeks. I'm like, you're going to reach like 50 books, which is nuts. That's the way to do it. Yeah, like if you're reading something you like and you're into it, like a book can fly by. It's just... I pre-ordered the new uh, Chad Colchin book, who's a He's friend good. of the show. Yeah, uh, His book, Average American Male, I'm hiccuping sounds awesome, is one of my favorite and your favorite books good book and he's a cool guy i actually reached out to him when i used to write more often i reached out to him on facebook for some feedback and he gave me like he didn't just say oh this is so good you know he gave mm. me like legit real 
feedback. Oh, yeah, I remember stuff. that. It was, that you was know, cool. we chatted a bit. And, you know, he didn't like just kiss my ass, which I think most people are, t- most people are too afraid to give you real critiques on mm. works of any kind, of any what? type of art. Like, I think honestly, if someone negatively criticized the podcast, I'd piss myself. So if you're listening and you don't like this, keep it to yourself. Or shoot us an email. Right. Just send <laughs> us an angry email, ruin my whole week. Yeah. But yeah, Chad Colchin's new book's coming out. It's actually, he co-wrote it with a woman who I think might be his wife, and it is a Ooh. book about The Bachelor. Oh, that sounds fun. Which is very on brand oh, for yeah, the you, kid. I saw that, and I was like, could this be more like custom-tailored for Ank? Like this author, this subject? It's fucking laughable. But yeah, I wish, I need to get more into books and stop like, Picking up a book, reading like a page and a half, and then just looking at my phone oh, I'm the king for like of that. 28 minutes, and then being like, oh yeah, there's a book here. Um, I literally like reading a book for me is such a fucking challenge mm. to like be present and to just not lose track of where I'm at. And yeah. Just the Kindle might be the move, or like watch, read something on your phone because it's like I can't look at my phone. I'm using it to read this book. That might be the only way to get this done. We're so buried in our phones. I mean, it's the goddamn truth. <laughs> the only time I've ever had like a perfect window for that. It's very exciting when the drops are applicable I was in like, any way. I got to get the microphone ready. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, did you watch the trailer for that new WeWork movie with Jared Leto and Anne Hathaway? I know you're about to shit on it, but I think it looks good. I mean, what do you think? I'm just going to shit on Jared Leto's performance. Just like two seconds into the trailer, I was just like, Ugh, he's doing a voice. He's being so Jared leto I not. I don't like disagreeing with you, and we rarely do. But if no, you please, watch the documentary it. with the real guy, mm. he looks and sounds exactly like that. Fuck, he's probably going to win another Oscar. God fucking it's damn it. It's fucking perfect. Fuck. And Anne Hathaway was an unbelievable casting for his wife as well. She looked like she's doing some good work. That's, I do like her. She's crushing it, and he's. I don't like to admit it either. I'm not a Jared Leto fan, but you can't say that he's... Unfortunately, you can't say that he's untalented. And, and he is... He's nailing that guy had a weird like Tommy Wiseau look and accent. And yeah. this guy does and Jared's doing a great job. This is the people who started WeWork. I think people know about this story. The, the documentary is called We Crumbled or We Crumble or We Crashed. Yeah, we, we crashed. crashed. That's what it was. All one word though, which is weird. I think it's on Hulu. Just call the movie WeWork. It's an Apple original. I we believe. Work. It's an Apple original. And uh the WeWork documentary, I think, is on Hulu, which is I would say what to me. Had I just seen this trailer and not watched that documentary, I wouldn't care. But the story of WeWork as a company is fucking nuts. Mm. So I definitely recommend that. I can't. I think the documentary might actually just be called. It's like Lucy recommended it to me a while ago. Mm. And this was an interesting announcement. Bong Joon Ho, who won the Oscar oh, yeah. last year for Parasite, his next movie is going to be at Warner Brothers with Robert Pattinson as the star. Batman Two. He's got a real interesting career lined up for himself. Robert or uh, Bong? Uh, Robert Pattinson. Both, really? Both of them. Yeah. They're but, kind of in that stage in their careers where it's you know. Like yeah. Robert just got a major superhero role. Assuming that does well, it's like he's on a rocket ship. Yeah. And Bong, I mean, obviously won 15 Oscars, so. Yeah. And he was the only one to ever do the, he made the, the Oscars kiss, which I thought was a fun bit. That I couldn't believe no one had done before. 
But that sounds like a good pairing. Mm. I'll, I'll watch whatever they... Uh... Yeah, they're both good, so I'm in. And speaking of Robert Pattinson and the Batman, they announced the running time for that movie is officially two hours and 55 minutes. So if you see it in an AMC theater with the trailers, you're in the, you'll be there for a full day. <laughs> yeah, quite literally. 12 hours and 19 minutes. I mean, that sounds a little long. I will watch, I'll watch something like all day if it's good. Yeah, if I, that's the thing. If, if 20 minutes in, we're not enjoying it, I'm going to be sad. But I just like, I don't know. I don't see how it could be bad. Yeah, it does look very None cool. of the Batman movies are, all the Batman movies, I should say, are at least watchable. Even the ones like you can laugh at, you know, the Schumacher ones and, you know, make no. fun of them. But they're fun and they're watchable. That's a good take. I agree with that. There is no bad Batman. Like really bad, where it's boring and stupid and you're not into it and you just want to leave. Like that's not going to happen. Yeah. But yeah, that uh, that comes out in like a month and a half. That's awesome. Like, sooner than I thought. They released a, a song from the original score today and it's pretty dope. Is it Kiss from a Rose? <laughs> yeah, Seal came back to uh, to finish his work, started in Batman Forever. Or that Prince song, Trust. Trust. <laughs> Yeah, Batman Me? movies. I'm giving bangers. away free money. <laughs> Cut city. Hubba, hubba, hubba. Money, money, money. Who do you trust? Jason Manzukis has been cast as Tommy Lee's penis in the Pam and Tommy Hulu show that premieres in a couple of weeks. What? Like he's the penis double? I guess he's going to voice his penis in some sort of wacky capacity. That's campy. It is. That's very big mouth of him. To just yeah, like, actually, I didn't even think of that. That's actually like that, I'm voicing a penis. I met I'm him a... once when I was bartending, and he tipped me, and it was a one dollar bill that was crim- crumpled up into a ball. Like he didn't hand it to me as a ball; he like unrolled it. But clearly, it, he just was a shove it in the pockets kind of guy, mm. which is madness to me. He's hilarious. I'm yeah, a, he's very funny. He was a nice guy. Big fan. I'm sure people are aware of that podcast. How did this get made? Great pod. Incredible pod. And Almost on, as good as us. Yeah. Almost. Almost. We were first. Movie. Yes. Yeah, we're the only movie podcasts. I don't know where they're coming from. Yeah. More to the point. And he's also on Doughboys a lot, which is fun. But yeah. That Pam and Tommy thing. I'll watch that. I'm jazzed for that. I like their story. I think I'd like it better if it was a movie. Mom, if you're listening, I'm still looking for my Pam and Tommy VHS tape that John <laughs> Coleman recorded for me. I yes. would like to masturbate to it. <laughs> so, Mom, uh, bring that on by. In. I'm sure it's somewhere. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure the show will be, like, too long. It'll you think? Probably, it'll probably be, like, 12 episodes, be all, like, padded out. I don't know. Maybe it'll be good. I'm changing my tune. Tommy Lee is a very interesting guy to me. I find him – he's – fascinating like his whole trajectory mm. like the methods of mayhem stuff like and about that him marrying that britney furlon girl from vine it's just such a strange existence that he has it's a goddamn whirlwind yeah and what about this eminem stuff which not uh the rapper eminem i'm talking about the oh, eminem the candy. candies okay. the the characters are being redesigned for a quote more dynamic progressive world the, oh, the Mars Candy Company is announced. Going on to say, uh, the orange Eminem, who has an anxious personality, will embrace his true self, worries and all. And the orange Eminem is one of the most relatable characters with Gen Z, the most anxious generation. The red Eminem, who has shown bully tendencies in the past, 
Fully. Will be more kind to his co-characters. Then the green M&M and the brown M&M will have a more friendly relationship. Showcasing a force supporting women, yada yada. It's like, who is asking for this? Like, an M&M's reboot? Can we talk to me about how they're saying Gen Z is the most anxious generation? Is that... I, ha- I haven't been comfortable in my own skin in 37 <laughs> and a half years. I don't... I'm 38 now, so 38 years. Mm. So what the fuck are they talking about? They are the most anxious generation. What, because they live on the fucking internet and they're doxing each other at all times and they don't know how to take a punch? Yeah, they think... Somebody punched me in the face. I'll show you how tough I am. They think they're anxious? I'm I'll... looking at you. Rion punched me in the face. I'll show you anxious. I just can't believe they're... They think they need to do something like this. It's like they're animated chocolate candies. (laughs) Why are you bothering, like, giving them character arcs and, like, a whole, like... So true. Who cares, man? Yeah, like, we need to fucking rewrite history. Here's an idea. Make all M&Ms one color. They taste exactly the same. Who cares? Wow. I remember they tried that at one point. They were all, like, gray yeah, some sort of a day and they were like we're all the same today it's like just do that forever just it's do that candy. forever we don't care the commercials are not even funny anymore they work their way into everything too there's always like a big M&M's commercial like M&M is an awesome candy yeah. every flavor of M&M's fucking rocks mm. there's, they don't need to work on advertising anymore M&M is a staple it's going to be in every candy related situation until the fucking end of time yeah instead of wasting a fortune like rebooting these characters just stop advertising like you're Eminem, you'll be fine. How about they take that money and they pay the people that are probably like living in a studio apartment with a family of five while they bag these M&Ms? This is liberal socialist ank that oh, you're sure. hearing now. So everybody, uh, workers unite. <laughs> He's back. Truly though, any co- I don't understand the enormous companies wasting money like that to do major ad campaigns. It makes no sense. Yeah, me. and like, I feel like everyone's, it's like you're doing this just so people will like make jokes about it. Like no one's like finally like yes, I I'll see myself in the red M M&M. and M. Like huh? huh? It's just yeah. They made it, the lady M M&M and M. And it makes know. everyone just seem stupid. Yeah, and they're gonna make the She's green M M&M. and M. Yeah, they're, they're gonna make her less sexy. Yeah. I I think I forgot to. They're making take a her less sexy. Yeah, they're taking. They're giving her I've like filled the, up a little bit when I first saw the green M&M reveal. They're doing like the Lola Bunny Space Jam 2 thing with it. Oh, they're, they're taking away all her, all I her juice. That. I hate that. Joey's going to snap. Yeah. He needs That's the, upsetting. I would I would uh I would have sex with the green M&M. I mean, we all would. That's Do you think you'd get chocolate into your urethra? I do. That would be uncomfortable. Yeah. You'd have to use protection. Like a chocolate UTI. <laughs> <laughs> Going to the doctor, like I don't know what happened. You go, you go to pee. It's just brown, hmm. brown. <laughs> Fucking maniac. And did you see that Billy Ray, who I guess is a director, and Adam McKay are teaming for J Six, a film about the January sixth assault on the Capitol. <laughs> I'm sure that won't lean one way or the other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, just what we need. This sounds like exactly the kind of thing that adam mckay would make i think i saw someone like make a joke about the fact that he would probably make a january 6th movie he seems like an insufferable dude after watching don't look up i was like yeah sure it's a good movie you know whatever but he just seems lousy yeah i actually like don't look up but i don't know his like twitter presence he seems a little a little much fucking dork 
And I'm getting a turkey vibe from a January 6th movie. Just watch. There's a documentary on HBO about it that's excellent. Hulu mm. just put out a docu series that I haven't gotten into yet, but there's enough and January like, 6th content. Yeah, something like that's like that like kind of just happened. And like we were all everyone saw the news. I feel like we got it. I gotta be honest with you. Every time I think about that one guy getting his face mask ripped off as he's getting crushed in the doorway mm. and his ribs are getting broken, mm. I get major, major like just FOMO. Yes. <laughs> I just start hammering people. <laughs> I, I, it upsets me. Like it made me sick to my stomach the first time I saw it. I legit felt like I was gonna puke just looking at that. That's like a I'm a claustro. Like I don't like being in small spaces. I don't like people touching me. That's mm. like my worst nightmare right there. Yeah, it's a bad personified. Scene. And they'll probably do a gritty reimagining of that. Oh, I'm sure. If he tries to make it like cute and funny, like he does with everything else, it's just like there's nothing. I'm sure he will. That's like his whole thing. I'm not going to say there's nothing funny about it because there's something funny about everything, but the way he'll approach it won't be the type of funny that we're looking for. I don't think January 6th is very funny. I don't think it ever happened. <sighs> I'm a January 6th denier. <laughs> a January 6th. -er. What do you think? I think Hank should audition for this movie. I think he would actually crush in almost any role now, on a certain side of this. Now, picture. I heard you doing those Family Guy voices earlier. Oh, yeah, that was fun. I'd like to hear more of that. That's a funny show. Oh, wow. They haven't been tainted by the liberal agenda. <laughs> this is my new music. What do you think of it? It's Hank. called Legends Are Made by Sam Tinnis. Um, it sounds like a song that you would like. I'll say that about Listen it. to the chorus. It's very inspiring. How did you feel about the Cleveland show, Hank? I know you're a Family Guy guy. Did you watch the other one? The one with the Negroes? Yeah, that one. No, God damn it! I would not allow that in my home. Fuck, I feared this. What are you next? You gonna ask me for watching the goddamn Cosby show? I was wondering how you feel about him. You out your fucking mind. <laughs> January 6th was a revolution. Yeah. Everyone in there was a patriot and a true American. And the fact that no one will recognize them as such is a tragedy. And Adam McKay is a Jewish queer, and I will beat him to death. Wow. That is a direct threat, Adam, if you are listening. I think he's still going to cast you, even though you just threatened him, because you got the stuff, Hank. I was actually method acting in order for Adam to overhear this podcast Fuck. and consider me for the role of that guy that was in a wheelchair and had to be carried down by the D.C. police. Fuck. That's a real guy. You would crush that role. Huh? I don't think he has legs. And he got carried up in the beginning, and then all the guys left, and they left him at the top of the stairs, and the police had to carry him down as he cursed them out and called them cowards. You could do that. That I'm, role. I, <laughs> Ooh. I, I, was, I was rolling, too, and I botched it. I don't like Hank's new music. It's a funny song, but it doesn't work. It's I just fine. I was trying something new. Or Hank, I should say Hank was trying something new. Yeah. Joey had a great idea, too. He said I should play a door-closing sound effect, like when guys come and go. Mm. And I have a list of different stuff I had to get, and I that was on it, and I forgot. So that's homework for me this week. Somebody remind me. Yeah, that sounds fun. We'll figure that out. Past and future guest, friend of the show, Joe Grata. You know, but I was trying to get Joey in here last week, but he's been going to New York to see his lady friend. I know. People are tough to wrangle on Fridays. Friday's a tough day. I got it's a bunch true. of people who want to come on the pod. Then I'm like, 
Okay, are you free Friday night for six hours? <laughs> Come on over. <laughs> it's the funny part is, is like the least amount of time we could possibly take to do this show is four hours mm. because we have a break, we watch a movie, and we do two pretty much forty-five minute to an hour and a half segments. The it's movies. a two and a half hour show with a guest on there. Then it's a five, six, seven hour commitment. Yeah. It's a lot of time with the turkey boys. It's a real treat. I think it's wonderful. I mean, what are we going to do it on a weeknight? Kid, I mean. This is maybe. like, this I'm is like prime sure. time. <laughs> yeah. If I didn't have to wake up so goddamn early and if I didn't work, like sometimes I'll work till 6.30, then I drive home, then I cook dinner. By the time I've done that, I'm so tired that the show would suffer anyway. Me doing this at like 7 p.m. on a weeknight, I'd be half asleep. What do you think about a Godzilla live action series in development at Apple Plus? And I guess uh, it's going to be set in the the quote unquote monster verse, where like Godzilla versus Kong, and you know the most recent entries in both of those franchises. Let's see. I'm going to say I'm in. I mean, I like the idea of it, but I feel like the effects in Godzilla stuff have to be like perfect. And even in the movies they they look a little wonky sometimes. I feel like Godzilla on like a with a TV show budget will probably look like dog shit. But maybe I'll be wrong. I'm trying to stay positive. Remember this? Kid, this is the fucking sickest song I ever heard. I'm hoping this is the right one. I remember the 1998 Godzilla being like one of the first movies that I saw in the theater and was like I don't think this is good. Is this bad? I remember I have a reveal. You loved it? I did. And I and I thought this whole like the soundtrack where they have this song and you, like I think it's this one where there's like the Godzilla's and like I thought that was so cool and I would like yeah. That's the best. That's one of the cooler Godzilla things when they just What channel is it on? I missed that part. Cry. Uh, Apple Plus will have the Godzilla series. They're just churning out expensive shit. Yeah. That's what they're doing with all that iPhone money, huh, Tim Cook? Eh. You fucking asshole. But yeah, like... Come with me. They can't... Like, the Star Wars shows look like they're, like, cheaply made. I can't even imagine how weird, like, Godzilla will look on his <laughs> Apple Plus TV show. Yeah. Although maybe they'll just throw all the money in the world. I don't know. Out. I mean, they put a lot of money into, like, that stupid Jason Momoa show, C. C. People... When someone recommends that show to me, which has happened several times and they're like oh you gotta watch c and i'm like do i do i though i don't think i do yeah life is too short to watch that particular program mm. and i just got one more item here did you watch the moon Knight trailer no but i know that it actually yes i did with uh oscar isaac and um ethan Hawke. yes friends of the show and janine garofalo <laughs> i am in I will watch it. I am now a Peacemaker guy, so I think I will be in on this property as well. Yeah, this is, I don't know if it's on Netflix or Apple or whatever, but it's a new Marvel show with... Uh, I believe the, it's on Pluto TV. Oh, Pluto. <clears throat> it's uh, about Moon Knight, who I guess is like a superhero sci-fi guy who protects the moon or something. Does the moon need that? I think it might. Hmm. Oscar Isaac's got a British accent in this. Looks kind of wacky. I'm in. Looks interesting. I'm going to say I'm in. I'm in too. The the moon's having a big moment right now. (laughs) (laughs) 
That movie Moonfalls coming out in a few weeks. I might moon you in a few minutes. Oh, huh? <laughs> a little booty. Moon show. But yeah, maybe we take a break, find some. I'll moon you. You can put watch. some M Ms up my butt. We'll it will all come full circle. Beautiful callbacks. All right, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show, folks. Yo. We're uh, feeling weird out tonight. Getting excited for that Roku Ridge. Can't wait. We are actually the official uh, Weird Al Roku movie hype beasts. We are. Yeah, we're the street team, if you will. (laughs) We will. Very weird new release week. We came dangerously close to watching a new Mickey Rourke World War II movie. That looked like it had a budget of about $275. Do you remember what that was called? Like War Pig or something? (laughs) It was called uh, War Zone. Something muggy and generic with war. Yeah, War Zone. And yeah, Mickey Rourke looks like he's in like Steven Seagal mode these days. Where he shows up for like two scenes and he's just sitting in a chair. Just to be like, yeah, I'm in this movie. It's like Bruce Willis stuff, like just showing up so they can put your name on the uh, poster. Even if I do a bad job, I still get two mil. Just an old broken down piece of That's what's of called my quote. But yeah, so we were glad we found something resembling a real movie to watch. Uh, See For Me, which is new on iTunes. This is a something of a horror movie. A little summary here for the fans. Uh, When blind former skier Sophie cat sits in a secluded mansion, three thieves invade for the hidden safe. Sophie's only defense is army veteran Kelly, who helps Sophie defend herself against the invaders to survive. Kind of a weird, bad summary. I need to start looking at these summaries. I mean, it's a summary. I got bored during it, but I mean, most, I think most of the people that write the summaries are... For correct me if I'm wrong on IMDb, it's Wikipedia like, right? Where you can anyone can write a summary. Yeah, that's what it seems like because this it was just poorly written. Well, think about yeah, the type of people that write those reviews are like your average letterboxed user. Yeah, who it's most like, of those are pretty boring people. That's fair, but yeah, this is this was kind of a fun movie. I described it as mm. the movie Hush, but instead of a deaf girl, it's a blind girl. So yeah, she's, you know, watching this house, people invade, she's blind, so she's like talking to her friend over FaceTime basically and being like, what are you seeing? Are the guys in front of me? It was kind of a fun movie, especially for like a low budget. uh, Yeah, I kind of liked it. Yeah. Good, not great, I'm going to say. Yeah, the... uh, Watchable. The lead girl was good. Skylar Davenport, who's blind in real life, got a, you know, she was workish. Mm-hmm. Are we good sound-wise? You're tinkering. I'm just making it crisp. Crisp. Yeah, it was topping. It was Yeah, the level's a little jazzed up, so I just wanted to... <laughs> Sam can fix it in post. Thanks, buddy. But yeah, directing a blind person must be weird. Being like, like no, no, you're, you're <laughs> going too far. About that. Like, stop right there. Oh, no, you're, you're falling down the stairs. My goodness. But uh, yeah, I enjoyed this movie. It had some good tension, some very cool twists that mm. I didn't see coming. 
Just like she didn't see coming because she can't see. <laughs> Nailed it. But I'm done. But uh, yeah, this is a movie with a very simple premise that I think they got a lot of good stuff out of. Mm. They and, they didn't have. Did you mention that the actress was actually blind? I did. Yeah. It um, that I think is. It's funny because what did we watch recently where a woman was pretending to be blind and the movie was criticized for it? Might have even been deaf. Might have been Coda or something else. Coda, I know they used all actual deaf yeah. people. That's probably why it's a big awards darling this season. But yeah, when, you know, it just, it can only add authenticity when it's like a real blind person. Right. Instead of like Ben Affleck and Daredevil being like, <laughs> what? Sorry, Ben. You I, mean I, crushing I, it? Yeah, I didn't want to, never want to disparage our boy. But yeah, this was like as good as a movie like this could be on a very low budget. Shot well, good cinematography, had a cool score. All the Scotty check marks are there. I enjoyed this picture. I thought it was decent. It fell apart a little bit at times. Mm. And the, the I can't remember the guy from... Um, Jesus Christ, Sons of Anarchy, who had that that Canadian mafia show. He has a woman's name. It's literally like Courtney Smith or... Yeah. I, I don't know why I won't just look it up. I want to remember it. <laughs> He's a good that guy. Yeah. When he strolled in, I was like, oh, cool. He has like a wispy mustache. He's good, and they could have used him more. Yeah. My guess is he was being the biggest star in the movie. They didn't have him for that much more than a day or so. Yeah. That's all. You can, I hate when you can feel that. When it's like, I just like... The Bruce Willis special, like you know that the bigger name just rolled in and out. Yeah. And it's like, do the um what's a good example of that? Like John Candy in um Ooh. help me out. What was John Candy in where he did like a full day for John Hughes for like ten dollars or something? Home alone. Yeah. Yeah. He did cool like hours. Yeah. A full fucking day, just John Candy know. doing that is the exact opposite of how Bruce Willis yes, operates exactly. as an actor. Bruce and Willis is like, "Is there two mil in it for me? Because yeah. otherwise, I'm not interested. Time is money. I gotta go. I gotta go beat to me. Me and Chad Michael Murray are working on another fucking <laughs> piece of dog shit. I'm flying out to Mexico just for the day, though. Random. But yeah, this movie. If you like movies like Don't Breathe. Or uh, don't breathe too. Yeah. Or hush. Like cool home invasion movies. They're like a fun uh, subgenre where you know there's a lot of tension. There's they're moving around the house. It's like uh, blah, blah, blah. what did I compare this to? That I'm now forgetting. I said Panic Room meets. I guess it's Panic. To me, person. it's Panic Room meets Hush meets Don't Breathe. Yeah. That's the three. Yeah. That. That's the vibe. And yeah. That's what's going on here. Which if you is like, like any of those, you'll probably you hear like that this. and you go, oh, that sounds amazing. But then, like, set your expectations a little bit lower, and here you are. Definitely. Um, Let's see for me. Now on iTunes, it'll probably be on Hulu. Yeah, tomorrow. don't pay $6.99 for this. I, I promise you it will be free soon. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, I went to the movie theater to finally see that new Spider Man movie mm. that all the kids are going crazy for. I couldn't believe how packed the theater was still at still, this moment. It's like week eight. It's legit been out for like... At least four or five weeks. Yeah, I think like six weeks. And the theater was packed. Almost sold out. I expected nobody to be there. Get away from me. I've, I waited so long, like I heard all the spoilers. But this movie still really worked for me. I have never seen any of the Spider-Mans. And 
one of the things that I didn't realize was that Andrew Garfield being in the movie. Yes. Spoiler was, alert, folks. Although right, I'm sorry. sure everyone knows at this point. I mean, it's all over the internet. You can't avoid that one. Yeah. I didn't spoil that if you're mad at me. Did Did you see his Spider-Man movies? Uh, no. You saw I, the Tobey Maguire ones though, right? No. You never saw those? Never entirely, no. I'm not, like I just, for whatever reason, I've just missed them. And I didn't realize Toby, I heard a fun thing. That's why I'm bringing this up. Yeah. I didn't realize that it wasn't just like common knowledge that Toby was in the, or not Toby, uh, Andrew Garfield was in the movie. Mm. And I guess Emma Watson or Emma Stone, gee, I'm fucking up everything. <laughs> Emma Stone was asking him about it and he did not tell her. Yeah. He was like, oh, well, you know, you'll have to see it. And then she saw it and texted him to go fuck himself or something. Yeah, he played it really cool. Cause That's awesome. Months up till the release, because there were rumors and everyone like knew that all the other Spider-Men were in this movie and a bunch of the villains from the old mm. movies. But he, in interviews, like leading up to it, was just like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not in this movie. <laughs> so I don't care about most hero movies, but for whatever reason, I'm compelled to see this one. I yeah. don't know why. I'm so sick of the superhero stuff, as fans know. And I went into this like, eh, maybe this, I don't know about this. Maybe it'll have a couple cool scenes. And I thought it was like, great. You loved it, huh? It was like, it's almost like designed for people our age to enjoy it. Because they bring back like Tobey Maguire and the Andrew Garfield. So like, if you like grew up watching those movies, like seeing them come into this movie with all the villains, it was like a... It was a whole thing. Maybe I'll wait for this to be on iTunes and then watch all of them in a row. Yeah. Just do it in one day. Yeah. And, Rip uh, it. And they're in it. They're in the movie like way more than I thought they'd be. Because when I heard about it, I'm like, oh, that's probably like a scene, a cameo, and it's probably like a fun moment. They're in like half the movie. And like they have a bunch of... I've spoiled enough. I won't spoil more. But like a lot of really good stuff. If you like these movies at all. Which Where'd you go see it? Braintree? Yeah. Packed house. Braintree loves packed. a packed house. I feel like, truly, because so, if you think about it, there's not a ton of options for movie theater seat movie theaters down the South Shore. Like if you Hanover doesn't have, well, Hanover's gone. Situate definitely doesn't baby. have them. Loring okay. Hall doesn't have them. Patriot Cinema in Hingham doesn't have it. It's so you end up you're either going to go Randolph or Braintree, or you're going to be able to drive all the way to Dedham, and nobody wants to do Dedham. No, Dedham's out to lunch. You knock off an armored car at the Dedham Mall and you pay guineas from Providence? Kid. And everyone told me ahead of time that this movie gets very emotional at times, especially towards the end. Oh, boy. And other people, normal people mentioned they cried. So I walked into this like, oh, fuck, I'm done for. I'm going to, it's just going to happen. And I almost got out of this movie. Like I thought it was about to end, and I was like, fuck, this movie didn't get me at all. I don't know, all these babies crying at this. And then they do this thing at the very end, and I totally cried a bunch, as I do. Do you cry so much that like you need a napkin to like wipe the tears, or is it just like a little, like a like a one little tear rolling down your face? I mean, it depends. Do you ever have like a <gasps> at Furious Seven, yes. I was legitimately really? like bawling. I was like the first time or every time, especially the first time. What was it that Monty was saying the other day that he's watched? He watched the Gata episode of uh, Dave and cried four times. Yeah, that made me cackle. I don't know if we credited that with how funny it was. I love that. That like solo in tears watching television for the fourth time, like knowing every beat and it still gets you. I feel like the element of surprise is really the only thing that might make me cry. 
I mean, just when you're watching a great moment, sometimes it just works. Yeah, I like it. to think I open the floodgates for everyone to be like, I cry at movies now. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's just, it's funny. Yeah. It's, like, there's nothing wrong with crying. It's just, I'm not going to not think it's funny. That's yeah. all. It's like the only time I do cry. I'm like, this is funny and interesting. I feel like there's a joke there. Like, yeah. um, can we talk about Ray Donovan, the movie? I mean, if we must. I don't have a lot to say about it. I don't. I just want to say that I, if you're expecting it to be what you're expecting it to be, it is. Mm. It literally, it's just a continuation from the final episode of the last season of the season or the series finale, I should say. And it follows on with Mickey and Ray, and it's just not great. I was not on the edge of my seat. I. I have nothing really that positive to say. I think I gave it two out of five just because I'm a Ray guy. It's got a hell of a title. What if that? Ray Donovan, colon, the the movie. And yeah, this, I never got into that show. And I think I watched the entire first season and was just like, this is okay. You know, like, it's a show. (sighs) Unfortunately, like the Entourage movie, this is making me look back and at a show that didn't end that great to begin with. And I'm like, now they did this bad movie on top of it. It's just, I'm, I'm out. Yeah, they really haven't figured out how to do the end of show movie thing yet. I don't think any of them have really been that good. I, I never saw it, but I feel like people like the Sex and the City one. Yeah, I guess. That's the only one I can think of. Like the Sopranos movie was pretty universally hated. Yeah. I, I was really the only one who liked it. I don't mind the Breaking Bad movie, El Camino, even though it is kind of forgettable. And I thought that was okay. Unnecessary. I did enjoy it. Yeah. That's probably like the best one. But I don't know. But none of them really needed to happen. Yeah. They're a fan service, but also a paycheck. Mm. And that's a sometimes can be a dangerous combination where it's like, you know the agenda. Did they do anything bold? Did they like Nothing. bring this back for a reason? They didn't like no. kill Ray or do anything cool? Nope. Spoiler alert. (laughs) I don't know. Billions is back on. I got to catch back up there. They do the James Bond thing. They're like, Ray Donovan will return when Showtime runs out of shows in two more years. They'll bring it back. Yeah. And we watched a couple more things. I watched uh, that Kenny G Music Box documentary. How was that one? That was really good. It was recommended by a friend of the show, Sarah. This is part of the uh, Bill Simmons series on HBO Max. He did the DMX one and the Travolta Saturday yeah, Night yeah. Fever one. The DMX one and the Woodstock 99 one was my favorite. Yes, I forgot about that one. And there's two more that I haven't seen yet. But all the ones I've watched are very good. Mm. And if even stuff you wouldn't think would be interesting, like Kenny G, I don't even know anything about him. But this was way better than... It probably even should have been like they really have a, they have a whole angle where how do they make kenny g interesting that's what i want to know he's angry and like tired of being a punchline where they show a lot of clips like yeah. in the 90s he was like oh kenny g and everyone's just like he was a bit and he's just like yeah he had a great take on just like yeah i'm i'm one of the greats and uh he talks about like perfection and just seemed like a charming, nice guy. My uh, family around Christmas time growing up would always play the Kenny G Christmas album mm. 
So I have fond Kenny G associations in my brain. Yeah, I get people who don't like it, but like at least he's got a very unique sound. I mean, mm. no one else sounds like him. And they show him playing. He can really fucking belt out a tune. Trying to find that Christmas album on here. Oh, yeah. And they do this whole segment. He has the Guinness World Record for uh, the longest holding of a single note. Guess how long he held a note for? 14 minutes. More. Really? Yeah. Three hours. Two more. I mean, too much. Oh. He held a note on the saxophone or whatever he plays. He plays everything, but he held a note for 47 minutes. It's like how long I can fucking oh fucking bang, bro. Oh, is that how long you bang for? Fucking put this song on and fucking <laughs> take a Viagra and fucking rip away, my man. Let's fucking go. Fucking pussy getter. Dog they it. call me dog. Oh, do they? Yes. <laughs> I'm like too tired to even interact no joke, with this though, character. Not even, no joke. I love this song. Yeah, this is kind of nice. We're easy listening, guys, mm, now. I'm going to turn it down a little bit. Sweezy listening. <laughs> I feel like this is a nice little bed for us. Yeah. But yeah, this, uh, I recommend the whole series, as I said. It's Bill Simmons, yeah, Ring, uh, Ring Media, Ringer Media. Mm. I think, yeah, Ringer Films, whatever. It's, I I loved the DMX one, and I loved the Woodstock 99 one. They have an Alanis one, too, right? Yes, that's the other that's one. That's the I newest one, yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll watch, watch I'll watch all of it, yeah. I yeah, like, like their stuff. I'll watch a documentary about anyone or anything, as long as they have like an interesting take on it. That's the best part about like being surprised by a documentary that you'd think would be super boring. And you're like, oh shit, I'm into this. Those are all on HBO Max. I don't think we watched too much more. I rewatched the first Austin Powers, and that's still a perfect movie. What is that Austin Powers shirt I see you have? Yes, that, uh... Yeah, baby! <laughs> I ordered this. I'm very excited about it. It's the X-Files poster of, uh... It's a UFO, and it says, I want to believe. But this T-shirt is, instead of a UFO, it's Austin. Yeah, yeah. Powers. And it says, I want to behave. Baby. And I think it's maybe the best shirt I've ever seen. Where'd you find a lovely shirt like that? This guy... Give him a plug. I know. I wish I could find... His, oh no, it's uh, on Twitter at Nickel Duder. N I C K E L D O O D E R. He's just like a wacky movie bit guy. He made a Photoshop that turned into a shirt. I ordered it. I'm going to wear it every single day. Very excited about it. <clears throat> I was wondering if you wanted to watch Wedding Crashers. You know what? With me. I will. For you, bud. Awesome. Anything. Awesome. And I also rewatched like, yeah, Inside Lewin Davis, like another hair, perfect movie. She's kind of mean. You're like, oh, fuck it, she's so old. She's not going to change now. <laughs> Shit, it was funny. Wow. Crazy. I just hope I didn't embarrass myself. Oh, wow. Are you kidding? That was so funny. No. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You're like that crazy guest who thinks he's part of the family already. It's doesn't great. sound that great. That sounds horrible. No, it's cute. The crazy guest who thinks he's like a part of the family is going to say inappropriate stuff? What is that? Yeah. <laughs> you know you break the ice? So excited to see uh, the Owen Wilson J-Lo vehicle marry me in the theater. Wow, J-Lo. We, we're weird together. Bad duo alert. Oh, wow. And also, uh, a yeah, friend no, of the show, I mean, Logan, I mean, informed me of this. Um, 
this floored me. That movie, Marry Me, yeah, Owen yeah. Wilson and J-Lo, is based on a graphic novel, somehow. Oh. A story about a singer accepting a marriage proposal from a poster board of a random uh, man in the audience. Um, by Owen Wilson. That's the type of thing that sounds like it would be a true story. Mm. And then that, even that wouldn't make it interesting, but the fact that it's a graphic novel makes it even worse. Yeah. It's like a superhero movie, basically. Cool. Fucking okay? absurd. Well, Claire, um, my head's buried in a twist. Such an unrealistic <laughs> time for him to be a jerk. Uh, I just want to get another look at you in this toilet. Bradley Cooper should play a villain again. He's really good at it. Why don't you go get me a seven? This like set him off on uh, the path that he's on now. This was his big break, wasn't it? I would say so. Some would say the Hangover, where he could really like step into well, yeah, it. Yeah, but this the was like where he is more, became like right. part of like. I know he was on Alias for years as like the ninth lead, but this I think was like his first big movie. And then obviously, yeah, The Hangover. Leading man status. What uh, What do you got for plugs, man? I mean, why don't you just follow us at Enough the Podcast on Instagram and Podcast Enough on Twitter.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. That uh, helps a lot and really matters with the metrics and the algorithm yeah, you and gotta, things of that nature. I wrote that. Sorry to cut you off, but please Wait. rate us on Spotify. Hmm. I was the first person to rate us the other day. Like, you haven't Wait, even done it. can you rate on Spotify now? Is that new? I don't know if it's new or what, but I noticed on another podcast that they had five stars, and I thought to myself, God help me if there's anything less than five stars for us, and mm. it was the worst outcome possible. Nothing at all. No stars. I, I, give me, I'd rather one than nothing. Yeah, we need those stars. But yeah, let's get the, give us five stars if you're a listener. Like, I'd do it for you. Hell yeah. And if you sent us an email or interacted us interacted with us on social media in any way we'd be pretty shocked and delighted enough the podcast at gmail.com hell yeah and you can hear me on the south shore boys podcast i'm on twitter and instagram at skip seasoned right what are you promoting this week ankfit.com and uh ryan ankner at gmail.com if you want to send me a personal email that doesn't get read on the air something Sexy? You want to confess to something sexy or a murder or whatever. That's my personal email address. So oh, yeah. reach out. Yeah, send a bunch of those. Then we can start a new corner, like the sexy kill I'll, corner. I'll read them all anonymously. Yeah, of you course. Know? You can even make a fake email if you don't trust me. Ooh. Folks, I think that's enough. I've had it. You're a crumb creep. <laughs> it's true, I am. <laughs> Folks, have a goo. Have a good one, man.